We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded and produced, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, whose sovereignty was never ceded and this area's original name was Nam. We pay respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Damn! We're in a tight spot! Welcome to Music Town. May I service you? Great Scott! It will never be enough! I only want to hear the Aya Ding Dong! Ah, oh, as if! Dignity. Always dignity. You're listening to You Watched What? I'm Kate. And I'm Amy. This fortnight, yeah, fortnight, that's how often we put out a podcast, we watched Hustlers. How mm-hmm. are you, Amy? I'm very well, Kate. How are you? I'm good. I am good now. We've been on hiatus a little bit because, among other things, I got laryngitis and completely <laughs> yeah, lost, lost right. my voice for more than a week. It uh, wasn't ideal. It was a couple of weeks, really. Yeah, I, I, I'm still getting a little bit husky from time to time. But yeah, I basically lost it for a few days, thought it was okay, talked too much, literally couldn't talk for a week. It was a whole thing. Mm. Mm, fun times. Mm. Yeah. Was, that's the kind of know. thing that usually happens to me, not to you. Yeah, that's you have a theme song for this kind of thing. I also, yeah. <laughs> on the same day that the laryngitis started – sprained my ankle and that's only just the swelling's just gone down Are you I did kidding? something that was like a month ago yeah I did something to the tendons I fully it was bad and it, it's it's just stopped uh being a swollen ankle I oh I was goodness. a disaster I was a disaster it was a that I've was made a, you a, walk a rough around month. the city twice in that time with my children yeah. I suspect that's why – look, the first time I was just limping and also I couldn't talk properly and in hindsight <laughs> I had made a bad choice by joining you this that day but I had a really nice time. The second time I was just really pumped because most of the swelling had gone down and it didn't hurt to walk anymore. Mm. I was just excited to be out of the house that first time, Amy. <laughs> the second time I was actually like, this is genuinely good for me. First time I was just – I was just so bored. <laughs> from sitting at home, not being able to talk. <laughs> anyway, I'm good now. I'm recording for the first time in my new home. I moved house. Yeah, during that's another that's a, exciting thing, and a, another one of the reasons that we've we've our recording schedule has gone a, a little skew with. But it, it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got a new Very view exciting. out the window. I've got plants. I've, you've you've got a view of me in a, an incredibly similar room. It's great. Yeah, it looks exactly the same from from the view that I've got. Same books, same <laughs> bookshelves. You know, same little desk. But it's I can actually see outside and see the sky. It's very nice. Very nice. Oh, that's good. You're up high too. You're not just down. It's not yeah. as dingy. I don't. Yeah. yeah, dingy probably is the right word. Actually, I was going to say I don't want to. But yeah, your last no. apartment, it was dingy in the now end. Now that I don't live there, we can drag it. It was mine and it was nice to have a place that was just mine, uh, but it was a dump and it didn't have any natural light. Mm. And this place has loads of light and it's really yeah, lovely. It's so bright happy. and warm. Mm, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. 
Yeah, so things things are, you know, pretty good for me. Yeah, oh, that's great. very happy. Very, very good. Not much has been happening here, I don't think. That's don't not think. bad. Yeah. Well, you've been yeah. coming and visiting me in the city a bunch and, you know, we've been yeah, going shopping in the city with the, with the girls. I know. We've going, been going swimming a fair bit. Nice. Um, with the kids, which is good. And, yeah, that's that's it really. Nothing nothing major to report. No, it's just cruising been along. Life. Yeah. Yeah. We we, we have had um floods and things in the last week, which, you know, the True. a primary school nearby where my kids go to school flooded, so that was devastating. So they're gonna be yeah. six months without a school these these kids so yeah, that's rough yeah it is rough yeah we've been lucky all of our family haven't actually we haven't flooded out so we're all pretty safe and sound which is great mm-hmm. but yeah lots of rain mm. other than that like it sounds i'm sounding super super boring but I've been watching a couple things. Um, Abbott Elementary is back on Disney Plus. Oh, is it really? I knew that there two. was a second season coming, but I didn't realize it was so close because I feel like the first yeah. season literally just wrapped up. It was up. earlier this year. Yeah, no, yeah. so season two has just started. Uh, it's it's a, that's a good show. Really, really enjoy it. it. Really is. Did you see? Uh, one of the actresses won an Emmy, and she's been in the in and. Fully deserved. Mm. Uh, she's the best character on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was that was very nice. Also, I've been watching um, the new Star Wars series Andor. Has which... another Star Wars series? I'm of surprised course, I haven't it? heard about this from my husband. Your husband? Yeah, it's. I actually need to talk to him about it. It's Amy. It's like it's good. Not just like good for Star Wars. It's legit good. Okay, maybe it's he doesn't know about it. Maybe he doesn't know about it. It's about the start of the rebellion. It's a prequel to Okay, so Rogue One was a prequel. This is a prequel to that. So, it's prequel inception, but it's starring Diego Luna as the character he played in Rogue One and it's basically about the start of the rebellion and showing okay. what happens. Uh, it's it's how to fight fascism, which is upsettingly relevant these days. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's been quite good. I started watching the Jeffrey Dahmer um uh, show. Yeah. It's good. Like I just it's it's a show that I I probably made a mistake and watched two episodes in the first sitting and then it's kind they were like pretty full on episodes. Mm. Um mm. And so then I had to kind of have a little break for a little while. And so I just kind of watch an episode when I remember to, to kind of go and watch it. Because he, he's full, it's a full on, it's full on. It's just full on. Yes. He's a full on murderer. He's like, brutality it's beyond. and. Yeah. Beyond what beyond, you really want to imagine, of, honestly. It's gross. But lots of like details that I'd never heard of too which mm. it's been, it's interesting it's also kind of outrageous with how many times he um evaded police like kind of almost in the same I reckon probably even more so than Ted Bundy like yeah. Ted, Ted Bundy was on their radar and they kind of like he just escaped and kind of ran away where in this case like 
this guy, they just kind of let him off. Like, yeah. What if somebody calls the cops? And says what? I spent $5,000 at a strip club, send help. Okay, talking of crime, hustlers. I didn't realise, I had no idea what it was going to be about going into it, none. I knew a bit about it. I knew it was going to be about strippers. Um, There were so many more cameos than I expected. Oh, the cameos. Also, this movie loved a montage. Oh, I love it. They loved it. I feel like half of this movie was montages and I'm not mad about it. No, it was great. I really enjoyed this. Can I just say that I, when it got to the end, I actually thought, you know what, this would have worked better. And I know it would never be able to do it with the cast that they had. But mm-hmm. this would have worked better as a limited series. Actually, like, yes. If, because I don't think it would have had ten to do part all those series, montages. It would have worked so well and been so engaging and mm. funny. And I think because I felt when I was watching it, I it felt like I was watching a series. It didn't feel... Like a movie, as Harry Styles would say. Like, it feels like a real movie. <laughs> this movie feels like a real movie. This movie, I know what he means now. This movie did not feel like a real movie. It felt like a TV series. I think it's the montages. I think you're right. And I think that was, I thought the montages were all quite good, but that spot on because in all of those montages, I did feel like... It feels like it needs longer, but it is about two hours long. So mm, yeah, it was. It's a long movie. Yeah, it's, but it's, I felt it's, like it was a bit longer than I thought it was going to be. But there was so much material too. that they wanted to cram in. Mm. Hence, th- there's a lot of voiceover and montages that they would have been able to, and you'd be able to build all of those characters a yeah, lot more. I in think a, so in a limited too. series, like I, I would have loved to see right. more about her relationship with the father of the child and stuff. Like, yeah. I just think it – but I also know that I don't know how they would have gone getting like J-Lo for a series or maybe, mm, maybe they sure. could. Into, maybe. Like Netflix maybe could have. I don't know. But um, like yeah, I think it would Prestige. have been a really, really good series. Like you know how mm. like White Lotus and stuff is they do um, one-off series now. Yeah. There's a or, lot of limited series. A lot series. of that Ryan Murphy stuff where yeah. – He's it's really a good it's at a that. one season story, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think Hustlers could have been a one season story, yeah, and not just a movie. This is based on a news article mm-hmm. from the time, so it's it's based on real characters, and so the Julia Stiles character, who is the reporter mm-hmm. interviewing our our main cast is based on the reporter who actually wrote that article. Now, did yeah. I go and read the article? No. Partly I just kind of wanted – I wanted to keep the movie separate as its own, I'm assuming, at least semi-fictionalised version yeah, of this. Yeah, they would have yeah. to have added a bit of spice, surely. Yeah. So we're following – we've got our – Constance Wu is our point of view character. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I watched it at the start of the month and I've forgotten all Destiny. the characters' names. Destiny. So we see – a little bit of her it's 2007 I didn't actually check what awards this movie got but they should have gotten an Oscar for just what they did to her eyebrows they were so <laughs> thin those were 2007 eyebrows I also forgot about body glitter it was very yes. period accurate the clothes okay. the costumes the makeup the period accuracy was 
incredible. So much body glitter. See, I feel like that we were over the body glitter by 2007. I think that was a kind of maybe maybe not earlier than 2007. Yeah. I do think there was a lot of body gl- glitter earlier. Like the early well, 2000s by, by had a lot 2007, of body glitter. 2007, I wasn't wearing glitter body glitter Okay, anymore. fair enough. That was more kind of 2001 was the time that me and no, true. would like fully shimmer ourselves before we went out. True, true. No, that's that's a fair point. Oh, also, it's it's slightly late for the eyebrows being that thing, but again, yeah. that could be an Australian thing. I don't know. Maybe. I it feel took, like we'd uh, moved on <laughs> in Australia by 2007. Yeah. So Constance Wu is Destiny. She's new in this uh, strip club. Uh, she's coming to New York City to make more money. She immediately gets her hair pulled by Cardi B. I know. I loved it. I was so excited. It was a great cameo. With just wearing um, nipple pasties. Just wearing pasties, <laughs> playing a character called Diamond. I love – Cardi's laugh is so filthy and wicked and, uh-huh. and, yeah, she's really, really good at this. And you see really early on in the movie how – much money can be made, but then how much money you are handing over to the club. Like a percentage of, of everything you make gets handed over. You have to tip everyone. Like if you want the DJ to play the music you want, you've got to tip them. Mm. You've got – it's the amount of money just going to just in, everyone around you. basically. Yeah. is crazy. And so we see that Destiny or – she's – Credited as Destiny, but her name is also Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Lives with her grandma, and we get then introduced to Ramona J Lo, mm-hmm. who is like the queen yeah, of this see, strip club. And this is where I don't think we are time accurate because I cannot imagine that strippers in two thousand and seven had this kind of costumes going on. <laughs> I'm assuming. That at least some of the things, if not all of the things about Ramona are not super accurate because it makes a way better story if J-Lo looks like Mm J-Lo and everything about her is stunning and perfect. Yes. And it works for the – the point here is Destiny basically, you're like, does she want – Ramona to be her mum or her wife or her big sister. Yeah, She's she just like love in love with her. She, sees her. she totally does. I love Constance Wu. Constance Wu. I think she's a fantastic actress. And yeah, you see that on her face. That Yeah, you see it on her face. She's yeah, just like. She absolutely has love heart eyes. Yes. Like the next scene. So we have the big, basically we're introduced to Ramona and she does this amazing pole routine. J-Lo is incredible. The, the money that's getting thrown the at money. her. Can I say I've never seen such well-pressed, clean, pristine <laughs> notes. No. Yeah. In this scene. No, that's fair. I mean, I, I guess it's all fake and they had to make it and you don't <laughs> want it to look gross. Dirty and gross. I don't know. Maybe when you're – um. Maybe when your clients are all like rich Wall, rich Wall Street guys. Maybe when your your clients are all like all the customers are Wall Street guys. Maybe all of their ones and fives are really clean and fresh out of the ATM. Who knows? Yeah, maybe they iron their money in their lunch breaks. <laughs> the only scene I'd seen before this movie, before I saw the movie, was uh, J Lo on the roof smoking in her huge fur coat. 
Ah, yes. And that was the scene where I thought, yes, completely understand (laughs) what this movie is going for. Yes. I know it's about crime, but there is no way that they're making (laughs) this woman into a villain. Uh, I also want to nestle under her fur coat. Yeah. Like a little baby bird. And that's what Destiny does. This scene fully feels like an adoption. Yes. I'm pretty sure it I will would have played out over a bit more time in real life. It, I guess that's the thing where it would have been great as a series or just mm. yet yeah, with more time because it feels like they've barely talked. Ramona, although we see that as a part of her character, she adopts stray yes. women and Quickly. bonds with them and looks after them and, you know, teaches them how to be better at their jobs and then later how to do crimes good. Mm-hmm. And as a crime caper movie, it is quite fun. When we get into those oh, parts about, really about doing the crime, like it's I quite enjoyable. I wasn't against the crime for, for quite a while. I was, I was on board with this crime until something happened and then I was like, yeah, okay, maybe I'm not so on board with this. There's, it's, it isn't, there isn't an, I, uh, you know what this movie reminded me of that I was not expecting? Goodfellas, the oh, Martin really? Scorsese movie, which, uh, have you seen that? No, I've never seen it. This is, it's one of my all-time favourite movies and it's about the mafia. It's, a, it's also based on a true story. Henry Hill was this mafia, mafia guy, or mob guy. He wasn't like proper proper mafia but he was a mob guy and it starts with a with quite a violent crime and then the first voiceover line in the movie is you know as far back as I remember I always wanted to be a gangster and the movie is very much about this terrible world world and these terrible crimes and how much he wanted to be a part of it and and loved it and even now he wrote uh his memoir after he had gone into witness protection because he ratted out all these guys. Sorry, guys, mm. this is uh, spoilers for Goodfellas. But he missed it and that's kind of the point of his story is even after he got out of the life, it was boring, it was crap. Mm. It was great being a gangster. And this very much feels like that. Like, you know, their lives were heaps better making – this was the American dream, was making money doing crimes. Yeah. And there's a lot of bits of this movie that feel a lot like Goodfellas in a way I wasn't expecting and I loved. Yeah. The also the uh the cameos are amazing. Mm-hmm. Like Lizzo's we in mostly it. get them early. Lizzo's in it, which is fantastic. Playing the flute cuz also why would you get Lizzo and then not have her play the flute? Yeah. She's incredible. Who else was in it that I saw. There's a quite a few actresses that I recognize from lots of stuff. You know what was really enjoyable and one of the reasons this has been on my list for this podcast is it's really enjoyable to get a movie with this many women in it. Just like an mm. almost, not entirely, but almost all female cast and so many scenes of just women interacting with each other. Like men yeah, obviously play an important part, but they're not I, yeah. featured players. No. So the movie cuts between... 2000, well, the period, 2007 at the start of the movie. And then we have like these hard cuts back to Destiny in this lovely, tasteful suburban home. Tasteful is the only word I could, it was the first word that came to mind. This beautiful beige couch, her Mm. beautiful outfit, her classy, expensive looking jewellery being interviewed by Julia Stiles. You really kind of think that she's... um become an accountant or something or like married a high 
powered businessman and become like a lady, don't yes. you? You kind of get I, the impression yes. that she's gotten out and she's straightened her life up and But she's very, very aware still of how to present herself to fit into that neighborhood, to fit in as someone who looks like I am respectable money. But I have money and I have power. That's at the core of the the message of the movie and they use everything in how they design the costumes and how the characters look and like do very subtle things they're doing with their hair and makeup to show you. It's like how money make buys you respectability and buys you mm. power in America and how mm. much these characters really understand that. I think that was so much a part of destiny she understands now how to look like respectable money Mm -hmm. and it's something i noticed comparing her with julia styles character where julia styles character like she is a beautiful woman and a famous actress but her makeup is not flawless in the way that destiny's is destiny's looks professional in the way that you would normally expect in a in a movie with a lot of like, like, you know, this is a Hollywood movie with a lot of money. Julia mm-hmm. Stiles' makeup looks good, but like like she did it herself. Yeah. Like something I've noticed in, in TV and film over the past few years is that all of the women are always wearing fake lashes and have like mm, flawless okay. makeup. This is like in action movies, they're, they've got fake lashes. If they're – if it's a medical show and they're doctors, they've got fake lashes and it's mm, just the true. standard of – for a lot of regular like network and streaming TV, that's Maybe just what it's women on look the same, like. Same level as the teeth. Maybe we need to look into that. Yeah, actually, I'm <laughs> not. Did, let's did do it. Everyone have to start wearing false lashes. lashes. And that's well, what I liked about this movie. Yeah, probably. A thing I really liked about this is that no, they were much more deliberate. Julia Stiles' character is wearing just much more normal makeup that looks. Mm. It looks like she applied it herself. Like it looks Mm. fine. It doesn't look professional like Constance Wu's makeup looks. Constance Mm. Wu's character has false lashes because Constance Wu's character would have false lashes still at this point. Well, that's right, of course. Julia Stiles, as a reporter, she's not going to have false lashes. Mm. And they really, the the level of detail in that to make sure that you really saw what these people really really looked like. I was really impressed with this movie Mm. with – um, because they could have just done it the average stripper movie where it was a bit trashy. It didn't feel trashy at all, this movie. It was representing like, these women and it if validated you're go to a strip sex club, workers' that's work. The, that's the strip club you'd want to go to. Like I can I mean, understand like why Usher turned up at that strip club. <laughs> oh, that scene was so good. Oh, I loved that. And everyone losing their mind. And, oh, no, that scene Dancing, was delightful. We all got it on looks stage like a fantastic for Usher. I was like, oh, you'd want to be in that scene. That was great. Poor yeah. Usher still looking like it's – so, it's just so funny because the first thing I thought of, like, he's playing himself from, like – Oh, 15, 15 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> and he just, he still looks 45. Like, <laughs> it's just, you can't change that though. That's, no, that's, that's how time works. I mean, <laughs> I if it. you that's were Star works. Wars, you would, you would CG Usher, but I don't want that. I'm happy for it to just be like, we all know what Usher looked like then. I'm just going to pretend he looks like that in this scene yeah, and I'm fine with it. It was great. And it was it such was great. a time, 2007, 
was a time where me and Stacey, our older sister, we were living together and we mm-hmm. would, I remember going to Chadston with her one day and her buying <laughs> that Usher album and us listening to it in the car on the way home. Or it might have oh. been a little bit earlier. It might have been the first time we lived together that, that happened. But we, it just took me back to, yeah, we loved Usher mm. back mm. in the day. Massive <laughs> at the time. Yeah, that was a, that was a really good time to be Usher. <laughs> so at the start where we're in the boom and there's heaps of Wall Street money, mm-hmm. they're making heaps of money. I just yeah, I really liked how it validated this as you need to make money to get ahead in America and this is a completely valid way of making mm-hmm. a lot of money. Uh you're kind of almost an independent contractor. You have to pay out uh, all of these other people in order to uh, be able to do your job and make money. But if you're good at it, you can make a fortune. It seems mm-hmm. like the American dream. We see the three different tiers of Wall Street guys and who you really want to hit up to make good money. We see uh, a shopping. We have our first, uh, I think our first montage, but where Destiny has started to make good money and she goes and buys her, her first, you know, designer Gucci handbag. Bag. And it's beautiful. Just this, this, her happiness of of getting this bag and what it symbolizes is is really lovely. We see uh, Ramona's denim swimwear line and her her swimona Which is a very two thousand and seven kind of thing. The denim look, yeah, swimwear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved that. But just Destiny just wants she wants money to be independent. Uh, we find out that she had been basically like left by her parents. Her grandmother's raised her. Her grandmother's quite old now. And she just wants to be able to look after her grandma and make sure that she's got everything she needs and is financially mm-hmm. taken care of and have independence. It's mm-hmm. like her goals aren't, you know, she doesn't want to be the richest woman in America. She doesn't want to take over the world. She just wants what anyone wants, you know, security and mm-hmm. to be able to look after her family. She yeah. just wants to, yeah. So things start going really, really well for Destiny. She's making really good money. She gets her own place in the city. She's uh, paid out all of her grandma's debts. She starts studying. We get another montage. <laughs> we get the Wall Street. So we have, yeah, basically Act 1 at Peaks with Usher. Mm. And then and she meets a guy and just as the Wall Street crash is happening, she finds out she's pregnant and we have a big uh, time jump. Mm-hmm. So we go from the September 2008 crash to 2011. So Destiny's had a kid. She's uh, moved across the country and she's lost touch with Ramona. Uh, very quickly we find out. Yeah, we just rush through the – she's had a baby. It's a few years later. She um, leaves her partner because he's crap, moves back to New York and starts uh, trying to get in touch with old clients to uh, get some money and support herself yeah and we have this mortifying just like really great scene of the job interview where she's trying to get into retail just to Mm. make money the costumes are so deliberate and so good in in this movie like her like everything about all of the women in retail it's just it's perfect this is my stripper going into retail costume rather than an outfit that she's in. comfortable in. Yeah. Yeah. So she ends up back at the club and it's very different from its 2007 peak of 
God, that Usher, Usher. scene is really great, actually. <laughs> it is a no, great just scene. For giving, capturing this moment. It's one of the best moment. scenes I've seen in a really long time. It was great. And it made me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's one of the scenes that reminds me of Goodfellas and how it creates in you – you understand how they feel and how good yeah. that time was when they're, they're not just showing you, we were having a good time and we were all together partying and we were also happy. It makes you fully understand what it feels like for them in that moment. You get it. Yeah. Like this movie is really good. Yeah. So we go back to the club and it's like, it's half empty. Uh, it's filled with There's Russian a whole lot of strippers. new Russian strippers who are giving blowjobs. We have mm-hmm. this really degrading scene with a guy who offers uh, Destiny it. a bump of coke and then, yeah, and, then, <laughs> and promises her, I think, $300 and it's three twenties. And she's telling, we cut back to the, at the end of this story to her telling the, the, the horrible punchline of she got ripped off doing something she mm. didn't want to do, do and, and crying just, just mm. a little bit. Uh, but in a way that's really quite heartbreaking to our um, Julia Stiles. I can't remember her character's name. I can't remember. I don't think we. Oh, I'm sure really she has a name. Told. I just can't remember. It's Julia oh, Stiles. Look, and they I, they preempted that we wouldn't remember because halfway through her interview, she had to go. What was your name again? <laughs> do you remember her doing Oops. that? Yes, so maybe I do they remember preempted that. That we no one will know who she is. Yeah, something true. like Elizabeth or something like that. Yeah, probably. something nice and boring and. She's not the point of the story. She's no. kind of – she is the framing device of the story. She's not really in it much at all. Even. No. So we get a flashback then. So Elizabeth, Ramona comes her back. her name's Elizabeth. There you go. <laughs> so we get a flashback. Ramona and Destiny come back into each other's lives and we get a, a quick uh, flashback to Ramona's experience after the, the Wall Street crash. So she has a job in fashion, which is actually working in Old Navy. Old Navy. Now, yeah. they use the brand name and she's there a couple times. So they must have done a deal. Yes. At the very least, they've got permission to use Old Navy's name, which I thought was interesting because then her boss is like an absolute tool and they do not make working in Old Navy look particularly Yeah, good. It's, it's Jam from... It's, um, it's, it's Councillor Jam, Jam from, from um, Parks and Rec. Yeah, I love him. He's always yeah. great. Yeah. And then we're introduced... So Ramona introduces Destiny to her new friends and their new, her new idea for how to make some money. So we've got Lily mm. Reinhardt from Riverdale... Her new, which is yeah, Ramona's new work daughter, and Kiki Palmer, who I haven't seen. Nope, yet. Uh, Jordan Peele's most recent movie, but Ah. she's in that, and so I've been seeing lots of interviews and lots of red carpet from her. And uh, God, she's good in this. She's always entertaining. She's a very entertaining person. She has star quality, Mm -hmm. and she has star quality in this too. She's fantastic. So they go fishing. One of the women will go out. Uh, again, we sort of learn all of this as a montage. They're going out looking for the signs that we were told earlier for of men who have money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just a nice suit, but it's nice shoes. You know, nice is, is it a really nice expensive watch? Do they have a wedding ring? Wedding rings are good apparently for when you want to rip off men. Yeah, 100% because married dirtbags um, – mm probably would be more comfortable with going to the strippers and would be able to draw lines in the sand of like that they didn't cheat. It wasn't like they went yeah. to a brothel or they just picked someone up and had sex. It was just a strip. They'd be able to cap- 
compartmentalize yeah. that in their brains, I think. But also, a guy who's married and gets ripped off by the strippers. They're not going to Who is he going to go wife. and complain to? Is That's he going to go right. and complain to his wife? No, I don't think no, so. Not so it's perfect. not going to start a report. So the uh-uh. plan at first is just we meet a guy, we then my sisters arrive. I love I love that as their cover yep. story. Just, oh, you know, we've got different dads. Uh, <laughs> There's a, a white sure. girl, a Latina, an Asian and a black girl. Yeah. That, it's like, and well, they're sisters. <laughs> they're all gorgeous. He's not going to argue with them, whoever this man is. They basically, they get him drunk. We get a great montage of, you know, we all get, we all buy shots and then throw the alcohol over our shoulders so that we don't get drunk. Get drunk. Get. Take him to the club, get him to spend a whole lot. And now they're the people taking their cut. Yeah, and see, and this is what I mean by I don't actually think that's illegal at no. all. No, is it ethical? No. no. But is it illegal? No. They no. just but basically do I, do I think took a guy out, really, got him drunk, look, and encouraged him to spend ethical, money. But I don't even know if I would say it's unethical because mm. I I was kind of well for me personally. I think I if I was a stripper, I'd quite comfortably do that job. I don't think they're doing anything. They're not coercing. They're not like no. They're not coercing anyone to no. do anything that they don't want to do. They're not drugging anyone at this point. Alcohol is a drug, but the guys are willingly participating, and they're making money off the guys willingly participating in something that they are enjoying. Yes, they're not stealing at this point. They're just getting a cut of the yes. money that he's choosing That's to spend. Why I was so just I, st- like, I still cr- think at unethical, this point, I was but still it's legal going. and it's fine. Crime drama? This isn't. I'm on board with this. Go for it. This isn't a crime. And at this point, it's like, yeah, it's it's not a crime. I'm okay with them doing this because this is functionally. This is like ethically the same as running a strip club. They're just making Mm -hmm. a cut, like the people who run the strip club. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are on a slippery slope, though. Yeah, because this is the point when. They start looking at the mix of ketamine and MDMA as a way of getting the guys to spend the money. I really paid attention to the music. The music is Mm. fantastic. Oh, the music in this. The music is so good. The the classical um, piano, the frantic classical piano that is played when it's explained that – what Ramona's actually drugging the guys because she kind of sells it of like, I just give them a little something just to speed up the process. It's exactly the same, just makes it happen a little bit quicker. And she's actually um, drugging them with ketamine and MDMA. Yeah. And um, the music's quite fran- – the piano's going nuts and I love classical music. So it was. I thought, oh, this mm. fits so well. It did, And I think it, did. it really kind of – and then we start hearing this frantic piano quite a lot in this part of the movie as the, things get frantic. Spinning out of control. Yeah, the, yes. the, the soundtrack choices are fantastic. It was really well done, the music. Ramona's justification for this is that Wall Street has ruined the US and it did lose them their jobs and their livelihoods. And the thing is also she does have a point. The Wall Street yeah. Wall Street did destroy so many people's lives and it destroyed the economy and none of the guys who set that up, and they are all guys, none of mm. those people who were running banks and making terrible choices about subprime mortgages and, and, and yeah, destroying the economy and destroying lives, none of them did any time. They all got away with it. They're fine. Mm. 
Ramona does say nobody gets hurt about the the ketamine, mm. which is the point where I'm like, I bet somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Immediately, like I wrote that in my no- notebook. Somebody's gets. I bet somebody gets hurt. Oh, so we we cut back. This is also yeah montage heavy as as things start to get really frantic and intense. So. Again, the sisters get together. We've got this guy who can't even walk. Uh, Lily Reinhardt starts vomiting because she's freaking out about it. Uh, Gary, Gary. Gary's gold card. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Ramona and Destiny are tweaking the recipe and end up basically mm-hmm. knocking themselves out on the ketamine. Yes. And they're finding that strangers are unpredictable mm-hmm. when you're trying to fleece someone thank you that's exactly (laughs) what i was looking for it's not quite robbing not yet so they start hitting up old clients and they start making wild money again Mm -hmm. but then they start outsourcing some of the work to other girls this is where it all just goes downhill this is where we the turning point mm, no, I'm pretty uh, – I was going to say, I'm not sure when it starts being a crime. No, when they start drugging men, it's definitely – When they start drugging, that's the crime. crime. That's the crime. Yeah, when you but start, they start actually drugging people. Look, it's That's all, a crime. But this, yeah. a, a new crime starts when they start getting guys drugged and then getting things like their social security numbers yes. and their mother's maiden names out names. of them so <laughs> that they can just literally start name? stealing their money. Also, there's a lot of slow-mo at this point and J-Lo has another fur coat and this is where it does also really start to feel like Goodfellas. You have no doubts that like multiple crimes are happening. They're drugging people. They're Mm -hmm. stealing their identities and stealing Mm -hmm. their money. But they are having so much fun and they look so good while they're doing it. I know, and they're so happy. It's and really get, enjoyable to watch. One of the watch. kind of longer scenes is when they have Christmas together. I imagine this is exactly what it's like when you have Christmas with J-Lo and I love it. It was yeah. so beautiful. She told J-Lo's a story beautiful too about a um, movie star that she like went on a date with and I straight away thought of Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, like, that was well, she's pretty just funny. just describing Ben. Yeah. And Destiny's grandma is there at Christmas and all their families are there and they have built their own little family. Mm-hmm. It's really, I mean, it sells you on the dream that they've built and helps you forget yeah, that it kind of makes it, absolutely it makes you kind of crime. feel okay about what's yeah. happening. It's yeah. done in such a good way that that's why I'm like, well, I was kind of on board with it because they, they seem nice and... You want um, to be a part of it. You want to be a yeah. part. You want. You know how exciting and meaningful it is for Destiny when when Ramona gives her her own fur coat and mm-hmm. is so proud of her for all that they've built. Yeah, it's a crime empire, but you want to be part of it. You want to be invited to Christmas. You want to be hearing those stories from Destiny's grandma, you know, about dancing with a movie star. Yeah. You, you want to be a part of it all. It's beautiful. Yeah. God, that apartment and that Christmas tree, though. Oh, it was amazing. Incredible. So, again, this is like a like the second act peak where things, again, we've had a lull, things have been rough and things have built up again mm-hmm. and then we start to lose control again. Ramona cuts the club out of the – Oh, this was a bad, yeah. bad decision to and go – um, 
bringing in other girls because uh, Lily Reinhardt and Kiki Palmer are starting to back Feel away. Yuck, because they're being yeah. made to do stuff in a hotel now. So it's not like you're getting a guy drunk and then taking him to a strip club and pl- like making him yeah. drink and spend getting a cut from the bar and getting a cut from the lap dancers he buys. This, a it situation more that yeah. Where it you feels just get it, you're legit. drugging someone and taking him to a hotel and stealing his money and it yeah. starts to feel gross. Yeah, yeah. Completely understand the wanting to get out of it at that point because it even with the drugging, the part we're in the they're in the strip club, at least that does feel like well, we're just benefiting from the system. Yeah, and they had rules like it's got to be a guy that would not like would take ketamine on the weekend that does take <laughs> ketamine, so it's not like it's a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, if we give him ketamine. <laughs> it's a sketchy rule, but rules, rules are rules. But it's a, it's but, a you know, rule. it's a little bit more yeah. ethical than just getting someone that's never done drugs, and you can tell that they're anti-drugs, and you're going to drugs them. <laughs> oh no, that's it. They are. They've got they're, their own set of ethics. Trying as hard as possible to make sure that they that they're doing things as yeah as well as that they, they can. don't feel too gross about at the end of the day, that they are comfortable doing. So the new girls are not as good. They've burned some of their regulars. There's the guy who falls or jumps off his roof (laughs) trying to jump in the pool. This bit is both really intense and also quite funny. Funny. And it's really well structured in the movie where you don't feel like he's going to die because it's being played as quite funny. But then when they're taking him to the hospital and the cops come past, you you get that sense of dread again that actually what they're doing is they drugged this guy and he's he's really badly injured and naked in their car. They could all go to prison for this. This is serious. Mercedes, that's Kiki Palmer's name, just bolts. Destiny takes him off to hospital and drops him there. She can't get in touch with Ramona and she feels abandoned and, Mm. I mean, mother figure abandoning her. This is stuff Mm -hmm. Destiny knows about. And ends up in her workwear, covered in blood, dropping her daughter off at school the next morning. And this is a a real low low point. point. And then Destiny's grandma dies, which is the gut punch after a low Mm -hmm. point that you really don't need. Ramona does come to the funeral and apologise. This is the point in the the interview. interview process of the movie where Destiny starts to become really uncomfortable with mm. all of the stuff she's telling this, this person she doesn't the, know. The journalist kind of admits that she's already spoken to, to Ramona. Um, to Ramona. And she's got Ramona's side of the story and she just wants to fill in the blanks. And that's where we learn about Destiny being abandoned by her mother to be raised by her grandma because Ramona told her that. Mm. Ramona knows that. And she wants to know what happened between Destiny and Ramona because we know at this point that from that last scene that they're not talking. And so, yeah, Destiny uh, kicks Julia Stiles out. And it's really interesting. I loved the bit where she turns off the recorder and the sound cuts out in the movie. Mm. We can see them continuing the conversation but it's cut because I think it's because she went like, off record. the journalist Elizabeth asked about Doug. Can you tell me about Doug? And that's when she's yeah. just like, get out, that's enough. No. And it's then pretty happening. much almost within the hour, 
she calls her back and says, okay, I'll talk, I'll talk, tell you about Doug. And Mm -hmm. then it jumps to the journalist then going and talking to Doug. And so we get Doug's story. Doug is one of the um, people that we saw, one of the guys that we saw earlier in the movie. Yep. Um, Yep. And we we just kind of see that they've, you know, drugged him. And maxed out his credit card. They maxed out his credit card and that's all we saw. It was a corporate card. Yeah. Yeah. And so we see that it was a corporate card and he got fired. Mm -hmm. And now we can't pay his mortgage. See, this Destiny's, is where I kind of, what, kind of, where part of me is just like, yeah, it's wrong that they did that. But <laughs> you willingly sat there with people who are obviously strippers at a bar, drinking with them. Um, and it's the idea like, that uh, you can't be con, you can't con an honest guy. You know, yeah. you have to want what the con man is selling in order yeah. to get conned. That's right. And they show that in the early montage where there's some guys that just go, oh, no, 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 and walk away really yep. early on, like clue on and go, nah, and, and off they go. kind of part of their rules too. The whole we won't give ketamine to someone who wouldn't do ketamine normally. Yeah. It's that it's building that in. If we only want to take guys who would do this anyway, we only yeah. want to, you know, give them so a good time a and make a cut. don't really feel sorry for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard not to f- – they do make Doug seem pretty sympathetic because also he's kind of a victim of the same system that victimised them. Yes. He's not a really wealthy guy. Yeah. Unlike the Through architect. Through this whole scene. I did not feel sorry for the architect at all. Didn't feel sorry for the architect, no. <laughs> Through this whole scene, we also get um, – Ramona's told us – no, sorry, it wasn't Ramona – Destiny has told Ramona about this nightmare she's been having where she's trapped in a car and there's no one driving it and we get a we we get a visualization of of that. We get a scene where she's having that nightmare and it's truly terrifying. So they've got another girl working their grift called Dawn. Dawn has a coke problem and keeps mm. getting busted and that's where Ramona was when she couldn't help them out with the guy who'd fallen off his roof. Dawn is going to sell them out and she does a sting. And again, we get the audio in this scene through Dawn's wire, which again is Mm -hmm. like just one of those nice little touches. Not as clever as Destiny, who introduces herself as Rhonda in order to try and and get around it. Straight away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's She's paranoid and she's meant to be, she's right to be paranoid. Dawn's acting weird. We will just fix you a drink. Now, oh no, she's terrible. It was not natural at all what was happening. Yeah, and so it it still all falls apart. Uh, We find out a little bit about the cops. Um, Apparently, they used to go to the strip club. (laughs) (laughs) I love the cops' reaction though. Like going um, when they're talking about like the architect for for they they're like reading the thing, going yeah, drugged. They sold fifty thousand dollars the first time. He went back two more times. (laughs) It's and they're like, even the cops are like, what the, like, how, stupid, come on. I mean. Sounds like he was having not a bad time. Like We was... shouldn't, we shouldn't victim blame. Oh, you know But what? it's extremely hard not to in a situation I where know. you got taken for $50,000 and you go back for more. 
What yeah. you you were getting something out of being fleeced. Yeah. You didn't hate it. He obviously had a good night. That's what the police yeah. said. He obviously was having fun. Uh, and oh, this is mate, again where we it, heard, f- it made us not yeah. want to go back to that strip club anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. It's funny and they do such a good job of making these characters sympathetic. It's like it's just it's very hard to make a black or white, you know, right or wrong call. Yeah. It's very you know? blurry in this movie. Yeah. It's 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 one of the great movies where you you're on the baddie side. They've done a good yeah. job of you being on the baddie side. There's a great podcast I think you'd like called The Villain Was Right and that's it's so movies and that's the thing that they pose each week that maybe the maybe the villain of this movie was right. The Reality Bites episode is great. They're not wrong to to want better. They do all get arrested. We have a beautiful scene of Ramona walking down to the ATM in her Juicy Couture. I'm not even mm. sure if it was Juicy Couture, but it looked it like it. It was yeah. said juicy on it, so I would say yeah. it's juicy. They wouldn't they wouldn't See, that's I don't the thing. think they would deceive us like that. You know what's unfair is that Usher looks like he's aged fifteen years in fifteen years' time, but J Lo hasn't. That's what's unfair. J-Lo, I know. But J-Lo's No, J Lo's not aging like normal people and she's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. They all get arrested and Destiny tries to warn the girls, but ultimately she takes the cop's deal mm-hmm. to plead. And her and Ramona do have a hug, though, when she tells. It's really lovely that they have a bit of a hug and a cry after Destiny tells Ramona that she's going to plead out and mm. and tell on them all. That feels realistic. Like, in a movie like Goodfellas, it's mob guys. They have feelings, but there's something much more real to me that even after doing this, you, you're not really going to be able to stay friends when you've ratted your friend out for her, no. her crime empire. Yeah. But you're going to be emotional about it and the, the hug feels very realistic. Mm-hmm. Agreed. We then cut to 2015 and Destiny calls pregnant Julia Stiles at her baby shower mm-hmm. and the articles come out and she wants to know what Ramona said about her. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to... Ramona being interviewed, she's back working at Old Navy and she's showing her treasures to Julia Stiles. Not in a stripper way. I just realised how that sounded, like I was making a joke. But actually it's just like her, her most important things yeah. that she keeps. She's got her grandpa's Navy patch and her grandma's ring and her mum's ring and a photo of Dorothy as a child and her own prom photo and she keeps them together. Like Aww. if only they could have looked after each other when they were young, yeah. maybe – things would have ended differently. And I'm Which like, I at find that point, I'm like, oh, my God. But also extremely unbelievable. That, that Extremely really unbelievable. I, this is why I decided I didn't want to read the article is because there's all of these things in here in this movie that I thought were great and lovely and really emotionally affected me. And I don't want to know that they're made up mm-hmm. because a whole lot of that, like that, I feel pretty confident that that's not real. If not it real. is, that's... Amazing. Well, maybe that's why you need to read the article now to see if that is real. Maybe. Now that I, the movie is – it was three weeks ago. But anyway, that's beautiful. So then we get a, a montage at the end. But, yeah, Destiny played out. Ramona got five years probation and the other two ladies got weekend jail. Yeah, I like the idea of weekend jail. I didn't you know. What? know. I just realised last night I had a dream that Sean was in jail. 
And this is obviously, oh. it's all co- it's all come together now, why? And we were catching, yeah. me and the kids were catching like a train to Sydney. To, he was obviously in jail in Sydney for some reason. And we caught the train okay. to Sydney to, to visit to him, him in jail. jail. Is that because we've been catching trains a lot with your children Maybe. to just go in the city? And your brain's like, crimes, jail, trains. <laughs> trains. <laughs> And that's the end. So we get the again. I assume those are the, the the prison deals that the characters that these are the people that these characters are based on. Got I haven't read the article. I might go away and do that, and I can come back and and give mm. a book report on it. I really enjoyed this movie. It was really good. It was so much better than I was expecting. I was expecting yeah. it to be enjoyable. I wasn't expecting it to actually be good this is enjoyable and good because there is a difference there is a difference between being able to just enjoy a movie and it actually being good this is both and there's the category of movies that That are are really really good and and i didn't enjoy them some of the best movies movies i've ever seen in my life i never want to see again because Mm. they were so good and i hated watching them like I just, I didn't enjoy it. It was something mm. that happened and it was artistically valuable and I don't need to repeat it. Mm. This was both good and enjoyable and I, know, I loved it. I'll probably it. watch it again. I reckon I definitely I would I'll watch, watch it, it again. Sean. I think Sean will really enjoy oh, it. Oh, I reckon he would. So yeah, Lorreen Scafaria, a director I hadn't heard of, but again, look, it's um, a woman making movies about women. Loved it. Love mm-hmm. it. Loved mm-hmm. to see it. I'm so glad we we finally watched this and and it was really enjoyable. Yes. And it was super good. And Goodfellas is one of my favourite movies. If I had known that this was going to remind me so much of that, I definitely would have watched it earlier. Yes. So I'm telling everybody now, if you haven't watched this and you kind of like a a crime caper movie, if if you like a Goodfellas, if you like a – I guess it's not really Ocean's Eleven. It's not really like no, a... No, but it kind of was... I haven't seen the female version of Ocean's Eleven. Maybe we should do that at some point. Maybe we should watch that. Because I, I just assumed it wouldn't be very good. But it may be good. I don't know. But the, I feel this... Oh, would, no. We have I to watch think... movies to find out if they're good, Amy. That's the whole, <laughs> that's the whole problem. I, don't, I think now... I think now it would have... We would be holding it to a very, very high standard. Absolutely. Now after seeing this movie is what maybe I'm we to need get to at. wait. We need to watch it in if six watched, months' I think time. If I watched it now, I would probably be like, "Well, this isn't hustlers. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't fun. Where's yeah. Usher? I think is what I would be thinking. <laughs> True. I, I mean, again, now. it's got a great cast, but this also has a great cast. So but, but mm. it has a great cast, but this has a fun. Better cast. Yeah. Yeah, I picked this because J-Lo and, and Vaflek got married again. Yes, they did. Uh, not a, no, well, no, not actually, again yeah. for the first time. But then they had two weddings, you know so they technically very, did very get confusing. married again. And it's quite confusing. I feel like a lot of people are confused by things. That Ben and just- Jen, his first wife, because both of his wives are called Jennifer. <laughs> Awkward. And then Their he is married daughter to one. Looks identical to Jennifer Garner. Like oh. identical. So it all like the um 
things like the lunches before that the paps took photos of and like they're, they're all wearing masks and things it actually looks like they had jennifer garner at like <laughs> all of their events and it was confusing people and i would see photos and go oh mm. and i would think oh well, that's really nice she's gone to the wedding but no it was their daughter i love that the kids were there that is really really funny it's like how reese witherspoon's daughter with ryan Phillippe looks Identical functionally her. like her like yeah so she just came it's out like you and your like middle child week, i know yeah she's identical to me um yeah last week reese with the spoon came out and said that she can't see the similarities between her and ava her daughter and then yesterday i, I just read a headline saying ryan Philippe um has like he's had this big reaction to like what do you, what do you mean that she doesn't she look looks like exactly you. like you exactly like you i yeah, like that kind of relationship yeah. where they can you know, comment on yeah. stuff like that with their exes. I think that's they're obviously in a good place mm. being exes to be able to do that, which is nice to see. Yes. Yes. Also, J-Lo has a non-binary child. Oh. Yeah. One that's of the nice. Oh, yeah. The twins. Yeah. Yeah. With Mark Anthony, her, her most baffling of husbands to me. I one of the things I like about all of her husbands is that they're all they're all quite different. They're very different, and you know, just also like there was when she was with Puff Daddy, like, like yeah, she's got range in her tastes. She she's not, not predictable. No, she hasn't got a type, has she? No, she hasn't got a type. Good on you, J Lo. Yeah. See, see, I think it wasn't an uncommon thing that happened. Oh, probably not. It's probably Particularly very common. Once the economy's gone sour. Hmm. Got to do what you got to do. I did see a tweet a couple of weeks ago, so not long after I'd seen this movie, uh, where someone was saying, look, you know, they're, they're a stripper and they've been saying it for months, like the recession is coming. They're, you know, the canaries in the coal mine of recession. Really? Because they because people suddenly that aren't, aren't free with that their money, money. Yeah, they're just not suddenly free with their money. Mm, so interesting. interesting. Well, we will, we will see. We will mm. see. I be, I believe them. I think you know. Yeah. Mm. F- from everything I've learned from this movie, it's, it's right. Mm-hmm. So, what are we going to watch next? Well, we've got spooky Halloween coming up, and I know that without we probably won't have this out in time. The next one out in time for Halloween, but I hope we it have it Halloween out in time for Christmas. <laughs> And it just kind of popped up in my feed last night. I was watching some TikToks with my children and Ooh. I had I had like ideas like Hocus Pocus 2 has Ooh. come out and that was one that last year I was like, well, it's going to be out in time. I really want to do that one for Halloween. And then there was a period of time where I wanted to do Practical Magic because I've never oh. seen Practical Magic and I was like, oh, neither have I, I. I think that would be re- a really everyone seems to love it on mm. t- well on TikTok anyway. It's which witchy people seem pretty to love beloved, it. yeah. And then this one popped up, which which is a 1990s cult classic, which you know is my favourite genre. And then I went, oh my god, I don't think I've ever seen this movie. I don't because because. 
Briar, my youngest, who keeps telling us that she is a natural born witch and keeps making mm-hmm. me take her into mm-hmm. Spellbox in Melbourne to buy mm-hmm. witchy things and yep. quite happily will sit at our kitchen table and do spells in front of um, her dad and me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and... You know, and it was actually really nice. She was doing something and she was doing a spell or something and she said to dad, like to Sean, dad, because I call him dad <laughs> to her. So yeah, said to Sean, my husband, her dad. Um, <laughs> it's it's for my spell. I think she was writing down what candle colours she needed to buy next time we went to yes. Spellbox. And she said to Sean, don't judge me. This is for my spells. And he said to her, why would I judge you on something that I think's really great and I love? And I was like, oh, that's nice. Sean also loves the witchcraft. He's never let, let on to me that he loves the witchcraft, but he does. He, he's letting his seven-year-old know that it's okay to do spells. I support you in your witchery. Yes. So she's our natural-born witch. And so mm. she was like, oh, what's this movie? I'm like, oh, I think you'd really like this movie. I think it's I about- know. It's about a group of teenage girls who think they're witches. And then I went, I don't think I've ever seen it. I'm going to make Arnie Kate and me watch it for the podcast. And so we are going to watch The Craft. Yes! I saw that in the cinema. Did you really? Yes, I did. I think you were probably just a little too young. Well, it was 96, so I would have been in year nine. So yeah. Uh, borderline. But I may not have just – I don't know how it slipped through my radar. But I I feel that I would love it. And I've seen scenes of it and I – yeah, I don't know why I haven't seen it, to be honest. I don't know. I think it's like Reality Bites. It just slipped through your radar at the time, Mm. which is a shame because, yeah, good age for it. I think I went into the city and saw it with friends that would have been, yeah, old enough to be doing that you know, going in unsupervised and, oh, I think you're going to really enjoy this. I'm really glad yeah, you picked this. I can't this. wait. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait. Oh, fantastic. Yay. All right. Catch I'm going to go to Noodle Cuisine and get my kids dinner. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Enjoy that. We will. Bye. See ya. You can find us at youwatchedwhat.net on Instagram as youwatchedwhat, on TikTok as youwatchedwhat, or anywhere you can get podcasts, including Spotify.